I love the chase and the hunt and I set the pace when I'm running. I always take what I want and I always give it 100. Don't need a bank, no, I'm funded. Play the game like it's nothing. I'm always thankful for something. Don't take for granted, stay humble. Now wake up! It's time to look at Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Comment Writers. I'm your host, Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, joined, as always, by my good friend, Toby Tobes. What's up, Toby? Josh, I was thinking about it. Why didn't you name the, the podcast Just Josh and Ya? Just, just Josh and Ya. Just, just yeah. joshing around. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've always hated that. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in my life, uh, all my friends realized that Josh and Ya is a funny thing to say to me, and that, Toby, is when I cut them out of my life. So congratulations. <laughs> this is the final episode of The Comment Writers. <laughs> <laughs> I killed it right before Geets died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just one of those things, you know, like you, you get saddled with your whole life when your name is Josh. It's just like, are you just, are you just joshing around? Well, he's just joshing me. <laughs> he's a real jokester. He's yeah. a real kidder of a guy. I can only imagine it's like people, you know, named Harry getting, you're a wizard said to them, or, you know, people named Richard getting dick jokes. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, we all have our crosses to bear, I guess. <laughs> Uh, but most importantly, Toby, I didn't name it that because it's not a reference to common writer. It could have worked that in, I feel like. You think so? Or, or you know what? We could have just did a completely different thing and did like a female Japanese wrestler podcast. Because aren't they called like Joshi's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just Joshi and yeah. <laughs> okay. See, now we're on to something. <laughs> we're going to have to take this, let's discussion spin this off. Let's spin yeah. this off uh the copyright 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 no one steal that idea <laughs> we said it first it's recorded we will be the uh only only japanese women's wrestling podcast hosted by someone named josh <laughs> don't fact don't fact don't fact check that that might not be true um yeah that could work um i did for a while watch uh stardom which is one of the japanese women's promotions which is which, which was quite good uh so I could I could watch it again. And we could we could do a podcast about it. This this is this podcast is enough. I'm already too deeply entrenched in too many things from you at this point. I can't do a whole nother like genre of things. I like that it's specifically from me. Like I have too much shit from you. Yeah. I need to not do any more Josh things right now. This is specifically all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, you you're you're in luck because I have literally zero time left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. That's uh yeah we're not gonna be adding any more uh, podcasts I don't think, um cer- certainly not ones that aren't finished when we click end on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> what we should do is start a whole uh common ri- comment writer network, and then someone else can run the just Joshi in with you show. Yeah, and it'll be like a double. It'll be like an irony or something because their name good. won't be Josh. It'll be owned by Josh because Josh didn't want to do it. That's good. That is good. <laughs> I did start a podcast network one time in my lifetime. Did you know that? <laughs> I, don't I feel like I vaguely did. We can, <laughs> but share with the class, as the people say. Uh, I don't, there's really not much to it. It, it was it was that it was we we had a podcast and we wanted to do more podcasts. So we're like, well, that makes sense. We'll do a podcast network, and then we had multiple podcasts on it that just were all going out. We was a real it was a real humdinger of an operation for a while, uh, and then you know ended as all podcasts do. <laughs> As all um, good things do, it came yeah. to an end. Because I there's I, there's a thing inside of me, Toby, which is when I when I launch into a project or when I do something, I ramp it up to the to fill up my entire life. 
<laughs> and then and then it is at its maximum capacity and i do that until i burn out on the thing um like you know when i was doing a daily like five minute um like pop culture news podcast and then i decided you know what would would be better if i made this a video show and i recorded an actual like video episode every single day edited every single day in my life and then it was just like three hours every night where i'm shooting a fucking tv show uh yeah, I, I have a, I have a very I have a deep sickness inside of me, which which makes things larger and larger and larger. Um, I want to point out that in case someone anyone, anyone missed it, uh, Josh said he's going to run this into the ground when he burns himself out. Uh, <laughs> so don't expect too many more seasons, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, I very specifically have designed everything we're doing here around like sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> we went we, we went green, as the people say. <laughs> yeah, and you know you know I've talked about that a lot too, especially with like the Patreon starting. We're just like we have to make sure that we're, this is something we can keep doing, <laughs> and it's something that we're not going to like like that like burn out on after a while so yes all of it is around like this sounds super fun but is it gonna sound super fun 47 weeks in uh, so 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 far yes it is <laughs> Which the show this show has stayed more fun than the other show <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly um but uh yeah I, I tend to do that with my hobbies of just like adding more and more and more on top of them until it just consumes my entire free time and <laughs> it's a ridiculous feat I think I, I think I have myself at the level at a level now with everything I'm doing with you and my own channel yep. and then the secret side channel uh, that I think I have the my free time maxed out to the point where I would be pushing if I went any farther with like friends and family and everything else in my life where I'm like, I probably shouldn't say no to any more things. This is probably enough stuff going on right now. <laughs> you mean you shouldn't say yes to any more things? No, like I shouldn't say no to them anymore. Like I shouldn't do more oh. things that just I want to do Got so it. I can do things for other people. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, your family should see you at some point. My, my big problem, you know, is like my video games should see me at some point. <laughs> like my, my other hobbies need, need a chance to, <laughs> to get in there. Let me tell you about not sleeping or sleeping very little. Uh, it works wonders for uh, the amount of free time that you have. <laughs> You know that you know that scene in the Avengers where like no, so Hulk... I didn't watch any of those movies. All right, where there's a, there's a scene where the Hulk says like, "That's my secret. I'm always angry. Uh, that's me. Except that's my secret. I'm always sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I I am the I'm the king of giving up sleep time so that I can I can do my hobbies. <laughs> okay, good. Because uh, like, especially there's... especially as like as a father, you put the kid to bed and then it's like now I've got solid hours of free time. Hell yeah, I'm not gonna go to sleep until one in the morning. And then the kid still wakes up at seven. <laughs> so I do the opposite of that. I go to bed real early, like other than uh, recording nights. I go to bed real early, like an old man. And then if I accidentally wake up at four, I don't care. And then from like four to seven or eight, when work starts and the dog wakes up and the house gets crazy, I have all the peace and quiet I want. So I build some Legos. I play some video games. I sit and do nothing. It's wonderful. Oh, wow. So you're you're the early morning guy. I didn't realize that about you. Yeah. I'm getting old. I, my My... The sleep schedule has rotated properly as I age. <laughs> See, I, I've I've thought about becoming that person, um, but yeah, I don't I don't have the uh, <laughs> I don't have the fortitude, I guess. Like the because here's what I would do because I have like a you know twenty year sleep backlog that I'm, I'm <laughs> I've built up. I would go to bed at like nine, and then I would wake up at like four. And, but then I wouldn't have the willpower to get out of bed at four and I would just still lay there until like 
8 a.m. <laughs> so I would just I would just be a person who sleeps 12 hours a night. That's what it, that's what it would become. So my, because of my brain is so hyper, I guess we'll call it. Like it's why I have horrible anxiety in life and everything else. That the moment I wake up, if I don't instantly fall back asleep, my brain starts going too fast as soon as I wake up. And I literally can't lay in bed because it's too quiet and just all the bad thoughts usually and everything else start going through my head. So I need to get up and go do something. Okay. So it makes it easier you. for me. Nice. Then you go do the, I mean, not, not I go nice, build some obviously. Legos. <laughs> <laughs> obviously that sucks very much, but uh, you know, it does force you out of bed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like a natural alarm clock. I guess so. I guess so. That and um, uh, energy drinks. <laughs> yeah. I have that. It's called a, ch- called a child. <laughs> there you go. That's my natural alarm clock. Uh, Toby, speaking of hobbies that we don't have time for, uh, you were let's do some excited. emails. You were very excited about Lorcana, Disney Lorcana, coming out, which is it's, uh, it's almost it's here. Like the official, <laughs> the, the the official normal people release date, not the people that snuck in line and got in fights in the pre-release and everything else. It's almost yeah. here. So it's, that's what I want to talk about was the um, the fervor around Lorcana, just to catch everyone up uh, since we we touched on it in the past. So yes, we at Gen Con was the like official release ish where you could buy product uh, where there Lorcana was. Lorcana like, is the Disney Magic the Gathering game, by the way. Yes, yeah, it is the Disney trading card game that is coming out uh, that people are very hyped for. Gen Con is a big like board and card game convention. And normally like Gen Con is like, there's a ton of people, but like the doors opening at Gen Con, people are pretty chill and there's, there's not really a line. It's just sort of a mass of people. And you just kind of all walk in. It's fine. But I guess because Lorcana people were like rushing, uh, a wheelchair got, got knocked over <laughs> and pushing it we're, in. We'll call them, Di- no, we'll call them Disney adults. They're not Disney necessarily adults. people. They're Disney yeah. adults. They got a little crazy. Yeah. So the, the Disney adults ruined Gen Con because of Lorcana. And now this week, um, the actual like the in-store launch is Friday. So the stores around me are like posting their like plans for events and stuff. And they're all getting so little product and there's so much like demand for it that they're charging like more than double MSRP. <laughs> so so there, there's one store near me, which is generally like a pretty good store. So like I trust that like just the the price that they're charging isn't just gouging, but it's because they got so little product. But um, they're they're starting a Disney Lorcana league uh, where you play every week in their store. It's fifty dollars to start. You get you get one starter deck and two booster packs. So, so an insane amount of money for that little product. Okay. <laughs> and then each week, if you would like to add two more booster packs to your deck, um, mind you, a booster pack is normally three ninety nine. It will be twenty five more dollars every Gee. single week. All right, so so I guess I'm gonna have to focus on the uh, Gotchard cards <laughs> officially, and maybe wait until this game flops or something, or what the hell is gonna happen here. I, th- I think that'll resolve itself pretty quickly because they, I think so. the 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 game is gonna release in like big box stores like Walmart and stuff in September, so they got to be printing the crap out of this game. So I think the prices will come down really fast, very very quickly, but like. The initial again Disney adult fervor is is blowing the prices up like crazy, and it is madness. Um, but I think you've also missed the boat on the Gotchard cards because those also <laughs> sold out pretty instantly too. So I, I guess I'll be collecting nothing. Uh, I can focus on my Pokemon cards as they yeah, creep into already, our lives, and 
You're already collecting Pokemon cards. What more do you need? <laughs> Anything else? A little bit more to fill the void. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit to fill that uh, 4 a.m. on time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's your Disney Lorcana minute. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey, yes, we do have an email. Let's jump over to our email. The email this week comes in from Shade, um, and Shade says, because of all the hype around Gotchart, I forgot you guys started X-Aid. Hey guys, really excited that you are starting a new writer series. Wish I can check them out, but I'll support how I can. Also, could you update on which episode you're on in case of spoilers and such in my trivias? So yes, Shade, we are, uh, we just finished the, um, we just finished recording the what was it called the greatest uh, movie of all time dr <laughs> pac-man versus legends and ghosts and everything else yeah dr pac-man versus ghost and x-aid and legend writers we just watched that movie uh chronologically that comes after episode 10 of x-aid um and then yeah we will be recording some more of that tonight so we are in around about the like 10 to 12 range in episodes as far by the, as by the time you hear this just assume we're at 12 yeah that'd be a, that'd be a safe number to put us at uh, so yeah, we are burning through X Aid at a pretty pretty fair clip here. Uh, Shade says, anyways, X Aid is a thick season to go through. It's at the start of TTFC being a thing, and people being people really liking it. Plus, the actors love doing it. So X Aid, yep, TTFC. Oh, that is the Toei Tokusatsu Fan Club, that streaming service where they do little mini series and stuff. So X Aid has so much content. If you want, I can make a comprehensive guide on all the series, movies, and specials. Uh, that's very kind of you, Shade. We actually found um, a, a Google Doc that is like every um, every series in chronological order with all their movies and all their extra stuff uh, put together like from the beginning of Common Rider, which is, it felt like finding the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like 50, it's like 50 years of Common Riders all put together. Yeah, because like uh, that's the thing I explained in our Discord. Like I'd been doing kind of like by hand to see like how everything fit together with X Aid, and it it's a nightmare <laughs> to try to dig through like the Common Rider wiki and figure out where movies fit in and stuff like that. Because uh, it's not when they were released; it's like chronologically where they fit in and stuff. But yeah, we found this document, which is wonderful to have now. So I've got the I have the Common Rider Bible in hand <laughs> for this and for future seasons. Uh, Shane says now to some other stuff uh, to answer some of your questions in the last videos. Uh, if Kawa was always meant to use the Bujin sword buckle, does that mean he's always meant to go bad? Well, not exactly. While the toys are designed that way, it ultimately comes down to the writer's decision to go with that direction or not. They could just ride around that or just have his power up delivered to his doorstep with no explanations. This legit happened in Common Rider, by the way. I like that idea. It just shows up on the doorstep. Just like it's like the Stark delivered it. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> ask excited. questions. Here's, hey, a hey, here's a nice here's a nice present. Uh, you know what this vaguely works or what this vaguely does. Uh, just, you know, plug it into your computer. See what happens. Exactly. It's like when you get a, a scary flash drive you find in the woods, you plug it into the computer. That's what well, you got to know what's on there. It could be anything. Could be anything. Uh, last time you guys also talked about Common Rider Amazons. It was a reboot of the fourth Common Rider season, a Common Rider Amazon. Common Rider Amazon was a very different show, even by back then standards. The reason why the reboot was a mature, bloody show was because the original was also gory in its own way. Yeah. So basically, the character of Amazon is very similar to Tarzan. TLDR, dude lived in the Amazons with Incans, came to Japan to fight evil. 
And because of his wild nature, Amazon also fights like a wild monkey. In the series, he would bite, scratch, and even cut off his opponent's limbs, resulting in some scenes to be pretty gory. By This guy sounds awesome. <laughs> so Shade links a video of some of the like craziest fights. And yeah, it is just full on like uh, Amazon fighting a guy who looks like a bug and just ripping the bug's arms off and throwing them through the air. Uh, it's pretty great. There was one, uh, it was a monster that had a bunch of faces all over his body. And <laughs> Common Rider Amazon has like kind of sharp things out of his forearms. And he was just stabbing the faces with his sharp forearms. Like each face he would go to and just stab it with his forearm. It's like a good um, video game boss fight. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, it's it's pretty great. And the, the way they shoot it too is like super up close on the like on the gore. <laughs> So it's like you just see like arms and limbs flailing everywhere. It's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, Shane says because of the amount of violence and allegedly because Amazon is always half naked like Tarzan, the series was canceled with only 24 episodes and is to this day the shortest writer series. That's a good one to watch for sure then. Yeah, only 24. Uh, though fun fact, the Common Rider Amazon's reboot was originally pitched as a joke because Common Rider Amazon on Amazon Prime uh, but the execs thought it was a good idea, so they went with it. That's how more shows sh- should get greenlit. I mean, like, man, this would be a gas if we did this. I was like, or would it? <laughs> just yeah, let's let's roll with the funny thing. Yeah, so let's just see, let's see what, let's see how this goes. <laughs> uh, and then also, Shay tells us that Commander Gotchard's suit actor is going to be a Toku. Uh, we've talked about Atoku in the past. Shane says, if you don't remember, Atoku is Tycoon's suit actor, and there's an ongoing joke that he never gets to be main writer until now. Uh, he did had, it. They had their special announcement, revealed that Atoku gets to be a main writer, and then Shade linked the um, the joke where that came from. <laughs> so it's from a thing called a net movie, which is in a short eight-minute online video that's just the actors and the behind-the-scenes people making comedy sketches um, relating to Common Writer. But it's like... It's like people in the common writer suits, but like they're themselves. They're the suit actors, but they're, but the sketch is in this one that a Toku who is just dressed like a regular person um, is so sad and so distraught about not being a main writer that he murders the other suit actors so that he is able to become the main writer. Um, that's, pretty I mean, good. That's, that's a good plan. Yeah. That's, that's how uh, Tanya Harding defeated Nancy Kerrigan almost in the 92 <laughs> Winter Olympics. <laughs> That's true. If she had just had the determination of a Toku, maybe she would have gotten there. <laughs> uh, but after the string of murders, uh, a Toku finally has made it and he gets to be, he gets to be main boy. Finally. I'm proud of him. Yeah, I'm very, indeed. I'm very happy for our friend. So shade, thanks for the info as always. And thank you for the email. Uh, if you out there in podcast land would like to send us an email, you can do that as well. Send those over to cast at commonwritersucks.com. Toby, that brings us to the next portion of our episode, which is the biggest, most important portion, which is the discussion of Common Rider Geats episode 47. Oh, my God. I what never happened? thought it would get here. <laughs> what happened in episode 46? Where, where, where are we at? What is what is going on in the series? Uh, all the evils are slowly dying, as well as all the evils are slowly getting more powerful. Geats <laughs> is slowly losing his powers. While Geese is slowly gaining more powers. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> and then people die and then they come back to life. So a lot of the the duality of the common riding is truly in full effect right now. 
Sometimes you come and ride up. Sometimes you come and ride down. Uh, who who came back from life? Who came, who came back to life at the end of our last episode? Who was the the um, shining return? Was that one Sarah? I, I feel like so many. <laughs> There's been a bunch. <laughs> one and only Sarah is back from the dead. Uh, and this episode opens with Buffa apologizing to Sarah. What for her murder and all. <laughs> and he he's a very sad boy. And of course, this is probably the end of the Buffa growth arc as he's now become a real a real boy. And has yeah, he, feelings and emotions. Yep. He's full on friends with Sarah now. Um, Sarah calls him Buffalo son, which I really liked. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, but basically her and Kawa give the no hard feelings, bro. speech, <laughs> And they're no hard feelings. No, I tried to kill you, but you know what? She's back now. So we'll, eh, we'll let it go. <laughs> you worked hard at this. Um, so they, they sit down they're talking. We see in the green room that punk Jack and neon are also talking and discussing basically the consensus for these two conversations is we're a little worried about ACE cause he, you know, is becoming a statue. Our boy's becoming a statue. He's, he's uh, reaching full creation King. Exactly. He is, he is going to become the creepy grasshopper sitting alone in the dark room. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the, that'd be the ultimate crossover. Cause I like, like doing those stupid things. If this, if this could end with him as a giant creepy grasshopper that shoots blue go would really be the, the, the <laughs> best be, ending. That'd be perfect. K. Well walks in to see Ace and Ace is just like, drink my heaven. <laughs> You'll live forever. <laughs> K. Well, you want to live forever. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what I always thought he sounded like. Like I never <laughs> talked to him. He always just sounded like he'd be like, <laughs> uh, and then of course we get the uh, beginning of, of kind of the main plot of this episode, which is uh, dealing with Kekera. Um, Kekera is talking to Dark Sumi and he wishes basically for Tycoon to die. That's that's what he wants to his wish to be. And um, so Dark Sumi begins to grant it. And part of this wish is basically that all the other common writers disappear in the world. So like Buffa turns into a stuffed animal. Uh, Neon a turns, buffalo. They, they a all turn buffalo. into their. Yeah. Got to be thing, specific yeah. with this one. Yeah. So he turns into a, a stuffed buffalo. Neon turns into like a ceramic cat, like one of those like little like um, those little, little Japanese cat uh, ceramic pot things. It's a luck, uh, uh, it's a, the luck cat. Luck yeah, cat there's yeah. probably a name for it, but it's definitely like, or they always say like the lucky kitties, like the little the one paws up that waves and yeah, usually yeah, moves yeah. when they're automated. P- Punk Jack, of course, turns into a pumpkin. <laughs> that's all, Which that's was all the good. best one? That was the best one. <laughs> uh, so they're of course out of the out of commission for this episode. And yeah, Kekera basically confronts Kewa. He wants to prove that Kewa can't save the world on his own. That's kind of the, uh, I guess, the premise here with Kekera. And he's about to kind of f- wipe out Kekera and Sarah because they confronted them in the little restaurant here. But uh, Daichi shows up and Daichi busts out <laughs> the new phrase that we learned this week, which is frogification. <laughs> um I was not aware of this before this episode, but apparently frogification is when a fan of something um, turns on that thing or that person because of like a small little detail, like something irked them uh, on a very small level. But because of that, they like completely turn their back on the thing that they were a fan of. So it's a great pun because Kekera is a frog and he uh, is committing frogification on Kawa. I thought that that was pretty great. Yeah, like, so at first I thought it was more specific a joke to this, like, directly. I'm just like, haha, he's a frog. 
but the, it being a real life overall thing makes it actually that much better. Yeah, it's like it makes sense why they used it because <laughs> it's, it's it's too good to not say. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, Daiichi comes out says the Kekera is committing frogification, and shockingly, Daiichi defends Kewa and Sarah. He goes into full on monster mode and fights Kekera, allowing Kewa and Sarah to escape. Because and mainly because he worked so hard to get to get get her back, he was like, "I'm not letting you kill her again." I, I gave too much. My my poor tree. I can't lose the tree again. <laughs> he loves that tree, and he loves the people who came from that tree. I guess. <laughs> um. <laughs> so after Kewa and Sarah escape, uh, Daichi and Kewa have a little heart to heart. They're kind of hiding in some alleyway. And basically, Daichi, we come to find out he's kind of interested slash jealous of Kewa's like boring, happy life. So he as, just as, wants, we, as we all would be. Yeah, exactly. He just wants them to continue to be boring and happy together. And he thinks maybe that is actually the secret to true happiness. And he would like to observe them more. <laughs> so like, like it, it's one of those things where some people have bad social skills to the point where like you say things that you don't mean. But the yeah. thought process behind them is it's nice and well thought out. And it's just one of those moments where like he doesn't mean they sound to sound creepy as hell. And I want to observe you and your sister hanging out together. But, you know, just, you know, you just we worded it a little poorly. <laughs> he yeah, he's certainly um, he is a weird boy still. He's he's approaching it from a slightly less murdersome angle now, but uh, he still continues to be a weird boy. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, I think Kawa decides to to forgive him here and and assume that everything's okay um at some point daichi is like surprised that, that kewa is forgiving him he's like i've done horrible things kewa's like so have i <laughs> <laughs> have you not I, seen I, my past couple episodes i'm a i was a terror for a little bit there yeah i, I had a whole arc where i was a villain did you, did you see that it was cool i was all black um <laughs> i ran a gang i ran a gang <laughs> i ran a gang uh i like the i like that kewa is just um full-on accepting of the like formerly evil characters now because he had two episodes where he was evil <laughs> He's like, it definitely yeah, helped. Man, it's, it de- it's definitely helping his cause that's for sure yeah certainly certainly uh after the little heart to heart kekara does a live broadcast which continues to be a theme here of people being like um excuse me world um big things are about to happen everyone pay attention to me <laughs> uh so kekara does his own Basically explains that there's a uh, Kawa common Rider game, and he has uh, chained up some people. He's he's got like um, he's got three people, one being a little kid, uh, chained up, and there are some Giamato about to be released. And he tells uh, Kawa basically he's got to get through Kekera and save those people, get them free before the Giamato can kind of swarm them. It's like a good saw game. Yeah. <laughs> It is. He's created like the tamest saw game ever. <laughs> I'm just going to lock people in here. Well, no, because either uh, Kawa does the good guy thing or the Giamoto is going to eat the people in the chains. You know, like the end result could could be pretty gruesome for sure. <laughs> but like t- t- tame in the sense that like you knew it was never going to get to that point. I guess. <laughs> uh, and yes, of course, because of the live broadcast, like we are, we are showing this to seemingly the world, at least Japan or, you know, but like uh, pe- people are watching. So people um, are 
over the course of the episode, like becoming aware of what a common writer is and who KY is. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll come back to that in a little bit, but well, uh, that's the funniest part too, for like how long, how hard they worked. Yeah. <laughs> or how much dumb shit has revolved around. Like we don't want people remembering things. We're going to make people forget things. We're going to do this. And now it's just like, Hey world, here's a big broadcast about how this shit works. That's what's so funny. Like it's this big secret thing. And then now, Everyone who has like an episode focus, the very first thing they do is like hop on the broadcast, play me on the outside of the building. I'm going to tell the world the evil's here. <laughs> it's great. In the midst of this fight, uh, as a means of kind of taunting Kawa, Kekera tosses a blank DGP wish card uh, kind of down in front of Kawa. Essentially, he's like telling him like, you need to you need to wish for their safety because you can't make it on your own. You can't handle this on your own. So you need to basically spend someone else's happiness, cost someone else some happiness, so that you can you can save these people. Basically, show you're a hypocrite. It's <laughs> kind of yeah. what Kecker is doing. Um, which well, I thought I, was I, really, I took it as really like cool a mix thing. of that, and also since they're all aware of how it works, it just seems like they want to. The more wishes they can burn, the more they kill geats on the back yeah, end. That too. Yeah, for sure. That that too, 100%. So I loved I loved all of that. Yeah, like that's that could have just been like a fight up to that point. But I love that he had this extra like knife twisty thing that he could do to Kawa and just throws this in his face. <laughs> um, Kekara turns out to be a real jerk, of course, as we <laughs> as we know. Uh, Kawa refuses, of course, to sign the card, but... The Giamato finally get free, get up to the people, but they don't hurt them. They just break the chains. Uh, turns out Daichi cultivated these uh, these Giamato, so he's able to control them. That and that Kawa, was one of the that was one of the best swerves, or at least like one of the better swerves in this episode. It was hilarious, yeah. Because when they when they all broke out of the chains and they kind of like were like, oh, we're free. I was expecting someone else like warped in the room somehow. I didn't actually expect it was. Uh, Pidgey going full hero and going, well, yeah, they're my friends. So I just told him to stop it. <laughs> I love, I love that he's gone full hero, but like in his own creepy way, like he's, he still can transform into a Giamato form. He's just using that for good now and he can still control all the Giamato. He's just deciding to tell them to not kill people now. Um, and then, then when he tries to be a normal guy, he's like, I just want to watch you and your sister people. Yeah. He goes back to the creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as much as I hate Daiichi, I, I love this angle of him. Just like, just like randomly a good guy, but like still the most ter- terrifying person that could be. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, they, it turns out that K1 Daiichi had planned this whole ruse. Those little scamps. He he geets them. Oh, they, he geets them so hard. And k says, you don't have to be a common writer to save the world. And I'm sure Daiichi was very excited to hear that. <laughs> I still have a chance. <laughs> um, and then Kekara and k battle some more. Uh, I thought their fight was pretty good, you know, compared to, especially compared to the, like, lack of a Baroba fight that we got last time. Like, I liked the what they did with the giant Baroba stuff, but... With Giant Baroba, you can't really do too much of a fight, really, that can't last super long. So this we got, you know, regular-sized Kekera and Kewa. They had a good little battle. Um, eventually, Kewa, who he'd been in his ninja form up until now, he has a moment, basically, like, a, you don't, I, I get to decide who I am kind of a moment. And he uses the Bujin sword buckle again. He turns into, like, the black form, uh, which I thought was cool, getting to see him become the, like, Bujin sword version of himself but like as a good guy it was cool that he gets to still use that power 
So it's funny you mentioned that, Josh. Uh, there's this media that's out there. It's called Kingdom Hearts. Oh, uh, one of the <laughs> uh, one of the main characters, Riku, has a darkness that lives inside of him because he was taken <laughs> over by Xehanort very early in the game series. And a lot of his character arc is learning how to have the darkness inside him, but not give in to the darkness. And I got very strong Riku vibes from this moment. Ah. Uh. Man who has only seen <laughs> Boss Baby watching another movie. I'm getting strong Boss Baby vibes. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's, that seems like a, a good correlation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so Kwa learned how to use the Riku vibes with inside of him. <laughs> K- Kwa called on his dark goofy. And, that's uh, not how it works. You're ruining the game. <laughs> if I was in Kingdom Hearts, I would want dark goofy to be my summon. <laughs> I want to, I want to have a giant dragon. That's actually goofy to show up like, like Maleficent, just goofy. Is that a Disney thing? Maleficent. Yeah. The evil Cinderella lady that turns into a dragon. I knew it was a Disney thing. <laughs> it might not even be Cinderella. It might be, wait, it's not Snow White. Sleeping, it might be sleeping beauty. It's one of them. Okay. Whatever. But, I'm going to say Sleeping Beauty. I think I fucked that up. But anyway, Maleficent's a dragon. You made a real <laughs> fool yourself here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so now I finally did it. I got too, uh, I got too excited. And now here so we are. I got so excited. Didn't know who Maleficent was. Just like me. <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty cool that K.O.A. before Kekra dies, K.O.A. was like, hey, thanks for making me a common writer. <laughs> yeah, like that, like that whole, that scene, or like that vibe of that scene, though. In spite of all the uh, crappy kawaing, I do find it hilarious that the the whole conversation was basically all I ever wanted was world peace. I thought wishing for it was the answer, but instead, you asshole frog uh, gave me the power to make to actually like help defend world peace instead. Yeah, th- uh, yeah, exactly, and that's that's a neater bow on Kawa's story than I thought we would get. Honestly, like that is a very cool. Like, yeah, at the beginning, he was a pacifist and he thought, you know, like raising his fist in anger on anything was the wrong thing. And now he realizes that, like, he can actually defend and work towards bringing about world peace on his own. And like, sometimes it requires action on his part. Um, He can be more of a hero. Exactly. And just saying, you know, like, why help the kids? Like, why be like a big brother to those kids that he cooked for in that little orphanage place? Instead, he can go stab monsters as a armored tycoon yeah fuck them kids yeah uh yeah i i I thought that that was a nice little nice little bow there on on kawa and uh good fitting end on the kakara um we also got some good frog poses in this episode too which i appreciated everyone loves a good frog pose yep so Kekera, again, sees his end and gets wiped out there. Uh, meanwhile, while this fight is happening, uh, we get kind of a little, like, side confrontation. So um, Jito goes to visit Ace, um, and Jito, this episode, has a different buckle than he had before, which is suspicious. But when he goes to see Ace, basically because of the uh, the power of everyone just cheering Kwa on and all the good stuff that's going on. Uh, Ace just breaks free of his shackles and turns completely back to normal. Just um, like the intro again. Does that mean hey, I can still have my gun scene? There's two more episodes left. Exactly. Uh, so I'm going to start the gates stick with one concept for more, for more than one episode challenge because uh, boy, 
<laughs> I don't know why we bothered to do this whole he's turning into a statue thing if we we're instantly going to change it here. Um, but nonetheless, Ace is back. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of joked about it at the end of last week. We were trying to figure out the timing of what the plot points were in these last yep. couple episodes. Uh, we did not guess that uh, Frogman dying and Geats destatuing immediately were going to be the same episode. They definitely no. burnt one of the wishes. Absolutely, yeah. I can't believe that that Geats is out already. Like it, it doesn't make it doesn't make much sense. I'm happy that he can like move about because it was going to be kind of lame if we didn't really get any more Geats until like the very end. So I'm happy that we get like actual Geats being involved in things now. But it was a it's a weird choice to be like an episode of like, oh, my God, I was so worried about Ace. Never mind. He's all good. <laughs> <laughs> he's the hero. He can't he can't be off the show too long. Exactly. Yeah. You you get you get three fourths of an episode where Kawa is the main character here. And then after that, nope, no more. <laughs> Never again. Um, so Ace, of course, breaks free. As I said, he he henchens and so does Jito. So Jito henchens into common writer regad i believe is how i think that's what it was yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna pronounce that common writer regad um regad it was a looks, cool costume it, yeah. it was the coolest of the the boss ish costumes i think yeah it's it's red and kind of goldish it's kind of bulky I, I like the look of it for sure it is it's a little unique compared to some of the other like game master costumes we've seen so far um but uh the ace and jito fight again was very very cool a lot of like slow motion fast motion stuff going on um really showed off i think the power of both the guys um but eventually geats overpowers jito knocks him down enough that jito has to dehension but then we get our big twist here jito dehensions and says basically his existence doesn't matter and he kind of gets reformed back into sweru the uh kind of overarching head boss of the dgp and uh when do you think the last time we actually saw him was um because other than the first couple episodes i can't pinpoint the last time we actually saw him well we we saw we saw him in the big like the the first when when we felt like the show ended the first time and then they then ace rebuilt the world that was like that was the last time i think we saw so that was like six episodes ago maybe At, at least yeah okay which is good. Like I like that they left him out for that long and like had introduced this whole Jito character and you, you thought the show was going a different direction. Like I if if we're gonna circle back around to Sweru, I think that's a cool way to do it of like the big swerve of like, it was me all along, Austin. <laughs> I think is is kind of cool. Uh yeah, because he explains like Jito was like a right hand manifestation that he created. Just literally just a creation of himself. because uh, if you recall Sweru is like see-through. <laughs> like this he's is like me in human form. Exactly. So he could just he could just create this person. Um so somehow, I don't really understand how it happens, but Ace like gets away from Sweru at that point and goes to like fist bump Kawa. Uh but then Sweru once again broadcasts out to everyone in the world, because I guess that's what you do now, um, to tell the entire world that the final DGP is starting. I'm so excited. <laughs> that we once again have another DGP in this series. Cause I think this is like, I think this is the seventh one. That sounds right. Yeah. And we literally only finished one of them for real. And that was the <laughs> first one when the show started to let us know it was actually a thing. Yep. 
So this one is a full-on actual DGP, it sounds like, because Dark Sumi uh, is delivering drivers and condolences to random people. Yeah, like, <laughs> those scenes were great, because instead, because like, she says, like, I, deep, the, I think it's, I deeply regret to inform you. You are now <laughs> yeah. a common Rider. Great. Yeah, I love everything about the, like, the Dark Sumi character, because she isn't, like, malevolent. Like, she's not, like... She's not like a bad Janet, if you remember from The Good Place, which is what you would expect, where she's just the complete opposite of Sumi. She's just like, she's just like sad about bad things that are, that are happening, kind of. And then she like grants bad wishes, but like she still is mostly just Sumi. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, she, she uh, deeply regrets to inform these regular people that they're becoming common writers. Um, and it does seem like regular people, like, it wasn't anyone I recognized. It seemed like just people out of regular walks of life. And I mean, that's uh, what, that's what neon and KOA were before this started. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I'm just saying like, we we're going back to that. We're not just like, we're not bringing in the people, you know, that have been in the DGPs in the past. Like, yeah. So interesting. And then of course we get the final little scene. Sweru after his, he's talking about his broadcast and the final, final DGP he henchens as well, and he henchens into basically a, a beefed up form of Regad. So Regad Omega. Um, so it's the same costume we saw on Jito, but like they expand parts of it, and especially the helmet. They add an eyeball kind of right in the middle, which what? is wild. Well, I, I, I guess we we'll call it an eyeball, but it's like the it's the camera eyes from all yeah. the viewers. Yeah, like they, they like embed one right in the center. And like it expands in a weird way to to like accept it. <laughs> um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the like ghost driver that we actually just watched. <laughs> I can see, that's fair. I can see yeah, that because it's like a weird eyeball that like slots in. Um, but again, like you said, I think one of the coolest suits we've seen this season um, is the Regad Omega suit, and I think very befitting of a final boss. And I'm assuming. There's not going to be like one bigger person past Swearer. I'm sort of assuming this is it. He's the big boss. <laughs> this is what we have to deal with. And um, yeah, we got two more episodes, I guess. Two more episodes to finish up the the DGP. So assuming that they're actually playing a game again, are they actually going to end this show on just a stupid DGP where they play like kick the can and capture the flag and everything else? Or is this going to be some bullshit one like the past couple have been where it's just special rules like, hey, fight each other. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll do games. I don't, I don't think they can. I don't think they can possibly reel things back to where it's like kick the can again. I hope they play kick the can again. I hope they go all the way back to the beginning <laughs> and they do basketball again and kick the can and then the, capture the pirate flags was a good one. I think at most it's going to be... Um, last man standing, like, like murder everyone battle royale. <laughs> I don't know, but... I guess, I guess he yeah he did just call it a, a DGP and didn't call it a battle royale or anything so may, maybe they are gonna play kick the can <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, the most hilarious ending just like completely tame <laughs> just playing these games voting people out last man standing wins there's really no conflict see I think they should I think I think at this point the true ending is the last couple minutes of the last episode is they're doing a normal DGP again, but they change the stakes where it's a fun thing. Like the original design was supposed to be. <laughs> and they go, it's like a happy game where people just play and have fun. And you don't worry about if you lose, cause you're not wishing for people's 
deaths and horrible wishes and whatever. But I think <clears throat> I think the ending has to be. I can't imagine the ending being no more games. So I'm going to say the only alternative to that is only happy games or no bad end games. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, the show is good at swerves at swerving us, <laughs> but who knows? Who, who do you think is going to win this game? If we if we have a winner, all of them. Everybody wins all at the same time. <laughs> yes, because it's not going to be. Yeah. I don't. I'm going to say everybody only in the sense that since Kawa knows that he has to work to defend world peace for people, and he can't just wish for it. I feel like he has to stay a common writer for that mindset to continue going forward. But he did say you don't have to be a common writer to save the world. I don't know. So so he he does know that. So he's going to go back to the orphanage and cook for the kids? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Because he, uh, he told Kekara, he's, he gave me the tool to yeah. defend world peace. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He, he he's uh, He's got some conflicting statements out there. <laughs> in terms of in terms of what what I think the show might do with them, I uh, well I'm certainly very excited to find out. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, two more episodes and then the show's uh, show is done. And um, again, yeah, no idea how they're going to wrap this up in a neat little bow. Um, but I am excited to find out. And I think hopefully- the ending is going to be stupid but good and makes sense at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I think like the ending to anything where, where you've invested this much time into it, it's going to be a little disappointing, you know? I mean, it's not just that you've watched 47, 47 episodes is that you've watched 47 episodes and then you've recorded an hour podcast about each of them. <laughs> so there's uh, like, like when, when final credits hit, I feel like I'm like my, my actual response is going to be, I'm going to sigh and go, <laughs> yeah, I guess this worked. <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably what it's gonna be <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you see, I got you. Now yeah. everyone's thinking. You're all gonna <laughs> everyone's just gonna it's gonna be like the polite like head shake, like, oh man. All right, yeah, okay, this is an ending. Yeah, okay, everyone's happy, fine. But then like we'll that. then we only have a mere seven days to wait until Gotchard starts and we get to begin this all anew. Like I was talking about that with others earlier. It's crazy that like, like any other series of TV show you would watch. I can't think of any actual series where the literal next season starts effectively the day after the the season before ends. Yeah. And I guess obviously it's a different genre where it's not like it's like Geet season two starts the week after Geet season one, but it's just crazy that like, They've truly made some sort of eternal media here. We're just never stops. It's yeah. just the weirdest thing. <laughs> it's it's like a soap opera, right? It's like like you know a soap opera like Days of Our Lives or whatever. It's like they've aired a weekly episode for every week of every year for how many years, and it never stops, and they ne- they never take breaks, and like it's that. <laughs> yeah, and, and, <laughs> and a soap opera works because like you know, they'll have storylines that fade in and out. So one character isn't on every single episode and they get to go take breaks and stuff. And this works the same way with, you know, the series changing every year. But um, yeah, it is, it is wild. It is just never ending eternal media uh, week in, week out. <laughs> it just since, never stops. And since you made specifically the days of our lives comment, days of our lives started in 1965. Mm-hmm. There is 58 seasons right now. So 58 plus 65 is 
would get us to 1965 plus 58. It's just 2023, right? Uh, I don't know. It's a lot of math you're asking me to do right now. Five, five and six and 11. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they literally <laughs> did a season. I'll we'll call it effectively a season a year. Every year for 58 yeah. years. Just, just like common writer, actually, you know, common writers, but not been going that long, but yeah. yeah. And, and the looking <laughs> now since I'm a, a pro because it's Wikipedia, uh, every episode, 60 minutes, which is three times the amount of what common writer is doing. And so they're on episode 237 as of today. So it literally has to be like, it's every day. Like it's really just every day. Of episode 237 of, of what? Of this, of this, uh, season you're saying? Yeah. Season 58 episode, yeah. uh, 237 is the one that comes out tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. As of this That's- recording, it comes out tomorrow. That's right, yeah, because because they, they, they are they're daily episodes of the week instead of weekly. I forgot, <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is even even more insane. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched an episode of Days of Our Lives though. There's a lot of filler in those. There's a lot of just like standing, staring at other characters. Like that's a that's, that's a light sixty minutes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> There's a lot of only, like only on drinking. sick days when I was in middle school <laughs> and at my grand at my grandma's house when all the game shows stopped. The the sands would tick down. Yeah, and the those. These, those, whatever, were the days of my life. <laughs> yeah, like sands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. You know too my, much. My mom and my grandma used to both watch that show. Uh, so w- weirdly, as a young child, I watched a lot of days of our lives. Because <laughs> uh, it was just always on at both both houses I was ever at. Uh, I think it's but, funny that everyone would like, there was, there's like four or five super long term super long running ones and some of my stuff i know i don't fucking know at this point uh it was always crazy that people had hardcore specific ones that they would stand for like there's people that like love days of our lives and be like yeah. fuck the other shows like what i don't know what <laughs> their ones are but they'd be like their show is stupid and it's like no they're pretty much probably all the same show yeah like someone's sleeping with somebody and oh my god it's not really his daughter it's his twin it was a it was a it was a thing that would get passed down through families too. Like like my mom watched it because her mom watched it. So like like she was into Days of Our Lives as the the soap opera of choice because her mom was into Days of Our Lives as the soap opera of choice. So it was like this weird ingrained like generational thing. Uh, but I, th- I think people liked one more than the others because they like it's kind of like the console wars and why people are like, you know, Xbox fanboys and stuff. Cause like you put down your hard earned money, you bought the Xbox console and you have to justify that you're making the right decision with every single purchase. And with every single day, you got to make sure you did the right thing. And all those people that bought Sony's are idiots. Like you spent, you spent countless hours of your life watching days of our lives. Those people watching the brave and the bold are fucking stupid. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's another good one. Thank you. <laughs> they're, they're doing the wrong thing. Can't believe those morons are tuning into the brave and the bold. We're over here watching days of our lives. They don't have sands and hourglasses. It's, I think that's what it is. It's, so you know, th- just, thinking about it, the day. thinking about it now. So we'll call it 60 years. We'll round up because they just, they just signed on for 60 seasons. So 60 years. That means there are still people alive right now that were probably a teenager when they started watching the first season, probably with one of their parents or their grandparents. And they literally could have watched 60 seasons of days of our lives daily for every, like for 60 years. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And the story is still technically going, I guess. (laughs) 
<laughs> Imagine like think about it from a character perspective. Like there there could be characters that have aged 60 years over the course of being on screen. You 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 could have had a baby age up to 60 <laughs> and be on the show. Like like a, a singular character could go from child to senior citizen in real time over the course of the show. And so I'm looking at the top cast right now. So somehow like the part in the beginning of the episodes where Josh and I ramble about nothing uh, has picked up on the end of this episode as well. I guess everybody. so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to cherry pick two characters. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, the, the top five characters, the top five build people on this show. Let me see if I know them. All right, let's go. Okay. So I just want the character names. Yeah. 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 Okay. So number five, Bo Brady. Oh yeah. Bo's a classic. Bo was around when I was a kid. Yeah. He was. He started on the show in 1983. He's yep. still on the show now. He's been 3,500 episodes. Holy crap. <laughs> that's amazing. Right. That, that's what. <laughs> uh, number four is Sammy Brady, his sister or wife, I would assume at this point. Um, he was, when I was a kid, he was with someone named Hope, okay. I think. Anyway, I, I don't remember who Sammy is. Oh, okay. So Hope's still on the show, too. Okay, good. Good, good. <laughs> uh, so whoever Sammy Brady is, uh, she is the number four most billed actor, actress on the show. Uh, she has been 3,600 episodes, but she started four years after Bo. Oh, okay. So so pretty pretty kind of the same era, though. Is that S-A-M? S-A-M-I. S-A-M-I. I'm going to look up a picture first, see if I recognize the face. Okay. Oh, okay. I do. I, I recognize the face. Yeah. All right. I got you. Number three, John Black started <laughs> in 1986, still going strong, 4,200 episodes. John Black and his wife, Marlena, is going to be the next one in line, probably. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two is Hope Brady. I guess that's Bo's wife. Okay. Uh, she was also started in 1983. She's been in 4,300 episodes. So she's been 800 more episodes than her husband. Holy crap. And the number one spot, the number one actress, uh, Marlena Evans, Dr. Marlena Evans, uh, started in 76, still on the show now in 5,100 episodes. <laughs> I just I just Googled um, John Black to, to remind myself of, of his face. And I'm shocked at how many people, yeah, like, like, like you were just saying, like all those people we're on the show back when I was watching it as a child. And like, there's even more than that that I'm seeing pop up that are still on the show that were on the show when I was watching it as a child. Like it's crazy. That's the longest running job in Hollywood. This is why. Yeah. It, it, it must be like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's just absurd to me. These people have had the same job for 40 years as the same character. They probably have no time to do anything else with themselves. Well, this it's is just like, this is like they wake up and they go film, day, film day, days of our lives. It's got to be the dream, right? It's 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 steady work in Hollywood. You don't ever get that. Like like I'm on a I'm on a show that's been running for for I I've been on it for thirty years. Like that's that's insane. Like most of the time, you might get like I was on a show at ran for like two seasons. It's pretty great. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the the greatest thing that happened when I was a kid on the show, um, Marlena got possessed by the devil. Oh yeah, and they had to do an exorcism. <laughs> Hey, in the uh, in season uh, thirty four, you know, you need to switch up. You need to switch up some uh, crazy ideas. <laughs> uh, uh, to wrap up uh, our days of the the duel talk, as the cool people call it, and then we can, we can end the episode because this is getting absurd. 
I want to read you one user review that is on the days of our lives IMDb. This is from Miss Bevy, Josh. Are you ready? I'm ready. I want you to know that Miss Bevy joined IMDb in February 2006. <laughs> okay. This review was posted in February 2006. Okay. So, so she, she joined IMDb for this review. Correct. Okay. She was she had such feelings about days of our lives that she signed up on the internet to write this review. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. So in 2006, that would be season like 38 or 30, 37, right? I think it'd be, I think it's season 37. So we'll call it even 40. Just be on the safe side. Miss Bevy says, is anyone else sick of seeing the same episode every day? (laughs) It may not actually be the same, but it sure sounds the same. I'm so sick of Belle and Sean mooning over their mistakes for crying out loud. Get on with it. I've watched days since day one and never <laughs> have things move so slowly. The reason that the storyline of Mike Horton's paternity was such a hit was because we weren't reminded of it every day. It was always hanging there just waiting for someone to say something. And one more thing. What happened to Marlena? Has she lost her mind as well as her memory? The real Marlena, the real Marlena, is much too smart to be led around by Alex or John. <laughs> so she watched big... days. Of... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So she watched days of her lives for forty years. Probably started at twenty, watched until she was sixty. Got so mad, she figured out the internet, figured out how to join IMDb, and shit on days of her lives after forty years. <laughs> we gotta see if she's still alive and get her on the show. She sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like she would have some shit to say about Kyle Ritter Geats. <laughs> Listen, we got to catch you up on 47 episodes, but you're going to love these last two. <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to do it for us for <laughs> the comment writers. We'll be back next week. Uh, make sure to check out the podcast. Go to commentwritersucks.com for the video version or subscribe on YouTube or in your favorite podcast platform. Uh, Toby, where can the people find you on the internet? On Twitter, because I'm still not calling it the other name, it's at Life of Tobes. And on YouTube, which is still the same name, it's Tobes Plays. And I am at Pretty Dece Josh in most places. Uh, I don't know, x.com, threads, wherever you want to search for me, you may or may not find me. I am a mist on the winds of the internet. So that's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week to talk about episode 48, the penultimate episode of Common Rider Geats. Until then, have a great week, everybody. Peace. Thanks for spending the days of your lives with us. <laughs> I'm taking shots at the enemy. I'm going to make it to the top, leave a legacy. If I got something to say, you better let me speak. Turn it up a new degree. Bitch, you ain't seen anything. I pop off with the new rock. Electronic, blow the sonic roof.